Hi, welcome to the podcast, Just Don't Know. Uh, each week I introduce my girlfriend, Jessica, to a new movie or show, and we watch it, something she hasn't seen or heard about before, and then we discuss it. I'm Kyle, and to my left is Jess. Hi, guys! And this week we're doing something called Under the Red Hood. Uh, before we start watching it, do you have any guess what Under the Red Hood could be about? Um. Well, I know it's like a Batman thing, so... I don't know, like a, a villain? Oh, I just heard that clicky thing I do before I start talking. You noticed it now, eh? Yeah, thanks for pointing it out. And it's going to, like, mess me up now. Uh, it's, um, I don't know, I guess some kind of villain in the, the Batman universe? So, like, a and film that, like, centers around, like, a Batman villain? Yeah, okay. I guess. And he's what? He's the Red Hood. Okay, well, let's watch it and we'll find out if if there's a guy named the Red Hood in it. I'm sure there is, based on the, the title. Whoa, what a watch. What a good movie that was. What did you think, Jess? I'm indifferent. You're indifferent? Yeah, I don't know why I say it was a good movie. I put... All right, so we just watched uh, Under the Red Hood, Batman. How many Batman movies have you seen, roughly? Three? Which ones are those? Batman and Robin? Yeah. From, like, the 90s or whatever? Mm-hmm. The Dark Knight Rises. You mean The Dark Knight? I don't know. It's the one with the Joker. The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Yeah. And then this one. Nice. So, uh, like, where do you think it, like, falls uh, between all those? Right between Batman and Robin and uh, The Dark Knight, I assume? I don't remember Batman and Robin at all. I think a lot. I was a small child when I last saw it. A lot of ice puns. Okay. So what did you think of this movie? It wasn't bad. Um, I remember when I first saw this was, like, five or six years ago, I had this movie and Batman Year One, and I would, like, watch them as a double feature whenever I got bored. Mm-hmm. And I think I enjoyed it a lot more when I was younger. I don't think I really liked it, this viewing. Yeah, the movie is, like, a series of flashbacks. I think the running time consists of more flashbacks than anything else. Yeah, I have that in my notes here, that there were so many flashbacks. Like, it felt like more than half of the movie was flashbacks. Yeah, so why don't we do a quick run-through of the, of the plot, and... What? You can do that. I'll do it? You'll well, do it. Why don't we time. do it together? Okay. As a team. Okay. Okay? You can be like my Robin. I'll be the Batman. Okay. Be my little dick. All <laughs> right. But we're not talking about dick. We're talking about uh, the second Robin. Jason. Yeah. What, like, things did you learn about, like, did you even know there was a second Robin before watching this? Or a third for that? Like, did you know Robin I, was a I did guy? know, because you did mention in passing all of them at one point. Okay. So I know there's, I think there's four or five. Um, I think there's five. It was like a bunch, right? Like technically, like anyone who writes a story will add their own Robin. But there's like five official ones. There's Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, Tim Drake, Stephanie Brown, and then Damian Wayne. Yes. The bastard son of da- of Bruce Wayne. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. In this movie, actually, um, we see Dick and Jason in this movie. Yeah. So why don't you um why don't you tell us how this movie starts off? Um, it starts off with the Joker. Beating up Robin. Whacking on him with a crowbar. Uh, I put in my notes that crowbar, more like a Robin bar. Ha! <laughs> Dark <laughs> but, humor. But actually, it's a misconception. It's actually not a crowbar. It's a pry bar. What's the difference? Uh, crowbars are huge. Miscall pry, cr- uh, oh, pry bars. Oh, it's a pry bar. Okay, you know what? What? 
I have heard it called a pry bar before. Yeah. But I thought that was just because of the movie that it was in. What was the movie? The Road to El Dorado. Okay, so you thought they just had like a, a name for it in the movie. Yeah, because they're supposed to be Spanish, so I thought maybe like in Spain they called it something else. That makes sense. Well, I'm, I'm no expert in, in crowbars, but I'm pretty sure that a crowbar, uh, it's longer and it has the prying part on both sides. Okay, so he was whacking on him with a pry bar. Yeah, and one thing I noticed was, I think this is the oldest I've ever seen, like a Robin. Like, still as Robin? Yes. Or are you referring to the adult? No, I mean, uh, maybe you don't remember it that well because we saw it, like, uh, a few hours ago. But he was, like, an adult dressed in a Robin costume. You know, if anything, I'd say maybe, like, 17. Yeah, usually by that point, they usually go on to becoming, like... Uh, Their own, like, whatever. Yeah, like, uh, Nightwing or, like, the Red Robin or the new Batman or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if, like, if maybe he was younger than he looked or if it's the case that they might have aged him up because it's a lot less jarring to see, like, a young man get beaten to death opposed to, like, a teenager. There's, like, a really cryptic thing happening where it's, like, a snowy place. And, like you said, the Joker is, is beating Robin with a pry bar. And, Ro- and Batman's hitting there trying to, like, save him in time. After the Joker's done beating him up, he, like, leaves and he locks the door. And you see Robin, like, get the hands that were, like, handcuffed behind him in front of him. And he, like, tries to make it to the door. But then he hears, like, a bomb. He notices a bomb in the background. Yeah, he notices a bomb, like, counting down, and then it explodes. And he dies in the explosion. And yeah. just as Batman's, like, almost there. Like, he is, like, maybe a minute away from, like, saving the day. Boom, there goes Boom. the explosion. And Batman picks up Robin. He's holding him in a, uh, a way I told you that was iconic because this is... Uh, loosely based off two comic book stories, uh, The Red Hood, and another story that was written like 20 years before that called Death in the Family. And the cover of that it was a four-part series, and the cover of it is Batman holding Robin. So we do like a, a jump, a time jump into the future. Yes, and if I'm correct, I believe it's about five years in the future. Yes, exactly five years. And Batman's up to his old shenanigans again. He's trying to stop the bad guys. I think it jumps next to the scene with uh amazo the like giant cyborg dude yeah that came around out of like uh left field i noticed that about this movie is they try to pile in as many uh villains as possible there were so many i got a list you want to hear it real quick okay all right so the lo- list is the joker raz al ghul the new red hood because there's mm-hmm. different variations of him in the film amazo black mask there's pictures of the old red hoods from like newspapers the riddler's in it uh and his like Flashback. Yeah, these guys dressed up like his goons, you know. There's these guys that I actually spent some time, like, Googling this, trying to figure out who they were. There's these people in, like, robotic costumes. Okay, yeah, where I remember that one. Yeah, where usually when you go to Wikipedia and they have the list of, like, the characters, it will glow in blue because they'll have their own page, right? Because it's, like, a character. It's yeah. a series of books. So I don't know if that's the original concept to this film or if I just didn't do enough research, but there's a bunch of, like, four or five people in robot costumes. Uh, the mummy, because Robin's dressed like the mummy when he gets dropped in Razo Ghoul's uh, pit. Mm-hmm. So the universal monster, the mummy. Uh, Razo Ghoul's daughter, Trazal's Ghoul or something. I'm not sure what her name is. And in mention, uh, Scarecrow, Penguin, and Two Face are mentioned. That's it. That's all I got. So that's about like 15 villains right there. I mean, like besides movies I've seen where the actual like part of the plot is it's a super villain team up. I've never seen that many fucking villains in any Batman. Showing up to, like, the mobster thing. Yeah, so they have, like, a meeting very similar, actually, to the movie you saw, The Dark Knight. Where, if you remember, there's that scene where all the mobsters are meeting up. And uh, the Joker comes there and gives them the ultimatum. 
mm-hmm. and he has like the bombs attached to him. Mm-hmm. He does the pencil trick. And I found that that scene, like, I don't know if they saw the Dark Knight and copied it or if it's a coincidence, but saying the scene felt very, uh, very like parallel. Very simple. Parallel is a good word for it. They're all like butthurt. They're like this red hood guy, this red hood guy. Like, he's screwing up everything and he, like, appears. Yeah. He's talking and they're pretty much like, well, why should we listen to you? Yeah. And then he drops, like, this bag on the table. And it turns out it's the severed heads of all their guards from, like, all the posts they have. Yeah. And the one guy starts puking. Yeah, it's like that one, uh, it's not like that movie. There's a movie called, like, Seven Heads in a Duffel Bag. And I almost wonder if that's a reference to it. Red Hood gives him an ultimatum. He's like, you don't work for Black Mask anymore. You work for me. I'm taking him over his territory. And he, like, shoots at them like a lunatic. And then we cut to Batman. And there's these three goons. Uh, claim not to be goons. It's their. Own, they're saying it's like their own. Like yeah, they work for themselves. Yeah, they're carrying the box that has a mazo. So Batman's fighting a mazo, and who 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 comes to uh, to help out Bat? Nightwing, which is the first Robin. Yeah, for those of you at home keeping track, we're up to two Robins now, and he's there to help Batman. And Batman's like, I don't want your help. He's still kind of like upset, I assume, about like the other Robin. Probably. And they're able to stop Amazo, who Batman mentions has like Superman's powers. So I feel like he wouldn't have stopped him that quick. No, but he like blew his head up or something. He threw like um silly putty at his face that was explosive. Yeah, I guess that's what it was, yeah. Right yeah. on his eyes. Pretty easy way to take down a fucking uh robot, I'll tell you that much. I'm pretty sure it would take anybody down. You blow their head off. Not Superman. Mm. If you could somehow get his head off, I'm sure that would slow him down substantially. <laughs> he'd find a way. He'd find a way to bounce. He'd fly around the world backwards, and he'd fucking... Turn re- back time. He'd turn back time. He'd get his head back. Undecapitate himself. Yeah. Recapitate himself. So Batman's got, like, the three goons tied up. And he's like... Who do what? you work for? And they're like, we work for ourselves. And then he goes to, like, drop a mazo on the head of this one guy. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, stops... And as he's, like, about to confess, he gets shot in the head, like, sniped in the head. Yeah, by the Red Hood. Yeah. And, like, a lot of this movie doesn't, like, maybe it makes sense I'm overthinking or underthinking things, but a lot of this movie doesn't make sense. So, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, am I boring you? <laughs> no. Are you tired? Are you, are, do you don't want to, do you not want to talk about this movie that you barely liked? <laughs> Let's continue. That's the format, lady, you're going to have to deal. So, um, so they get shot in the head, all yeah. three of them. And you find out it's Red Hood. And the chase starts. The chase. And I got a few comments. So right off the bat, spoilers alert, you find out the Red Hood at the end is Robin. And he's doing this whole, like, heist to try to, like, uh, get Batman set up in su- such a way. Yeah. Where it's, like, uh, the Red Hood, Batman, and the Joker are all together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he shoots, like, the three guys instead of just shooting Batman in the back of the fucking head. Which, in the moment, you're like, oh, why would he just kill him? But you find out it's because he doesn't want to kill him. And Nightwing and Batman begin chasing Red Hood. Mm-hmm. And he gets away in a blue Corvette. I have parkour in my notes here. Because that's what it felt like. They were just parkouring. A lot of parkour. Did you notice that it was just, like, a little blue Corvette that he leaves in? Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, I'm, I might, I'm mixing parts up. Never mind. What are you thinking of? Uh, the part where he, like, gets away because, like, the train comes in between them. Funny that you mentioned that and that you, like, made the point to say, like, oh, I got that confused. Because I was going to mention later on that those scenes happen back to back and they could have just been one scene because nothing is really learnt between both of those scenes. Uh, it, what happens in between them? Nothing. So uh, let me try to remember. So, like, Red Hood 
is outrunning Batman and Nightwing. Which, right, right, there, right there, the map doesn't make any sense. Like, Robin was trained by Batman. Yeah. So both kids are trained by Batman. If anything, Dick has it on top of fucking Jason. Because Jason is malnourished. He's a street kid. And Dick was a flying Grayson. Like, he, like, acrobaticness is in his soul. Yeah, like, athleticism is in his soul. So, Matt, His Matt, whole family are athletes. Yeah, and, like, Batman has, like, uh, a submarine, a flying machine, and the Batmobile. Like, how did this asshole in a red, like, helmet get away with him in a blue Corvette? Pretty sneaky. I'll tell you what happens in between. Okay. But it, they could have moved it around in such a way where you didn't have to have two chase scenes, basically back-to-back. Yeah, that, that was weird. So, what happens is, uh... They chase Red Hood, and then they go back to the, the lab. Yeah. Or the lab, wow. They go back the to bat the, cave. the bat cave. yeah. The lab. And then they're like, oh, there's been a bunch of Red Hoods, and like, we need to go talk to a past Red Hood. He'll know what's up. And who do you go see? The Joker. He's fucking crazy. <laughs> That's pretty much all I got from that, is that the Joker is fucking crazy. And then there's another chase scene with Red Hood. Yeah, there's a second chase scene where like it ends with he's on like a red motorcycle this time. Yeah, and then, like, it doesn't, like, a train cut them off, and that's why the chase ends? Yeah, he's, he says something like, uh, you never knew when to give up, Bruce. Well, no, he says something, and then the train noise goes over it, and when Batman's, like, playing that back, he's like, okay, he said something. Yeah. Let me use this, like, advanced computer to edit out the train noise, which I feel is actually impossible. Dude, you know how but... badly I would love to have that technology for the podcast? You know how many trains I would love to just, like... Edit out? Yeah. Or crying children. So many trains coming coming by all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. When he separates the two noises and he hears the "You haven't lost your touch, Bruce," he like stands up and then you never know when to give up, Bruce, or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. No, I'm I'm pretty sure you haven't lost your touch. Or... Yeah. Okay. Go okay. on. Okay. okay. Sorry. Can I just hear you say that again? What? You were right. You you were right. It's touch. Awesome. Thank you. Don't touch me, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go to like a flashback of what's his name, Jason. Jason and Todd. Batman, yeah. like, fighting people when he was, like, a small child. And that upset you. Why that upset you? Oh, my goodness. Okay. How come this kid, he had to be, like, 11 or 12, doesn't have any pants on? Nope. Okay? And then, like, in another flashback, you see him as, like, a teenager, and he has pants. Yeah. Why is the small child pantsless, but the teenager has pants on? I feel like the younger you are, you cap out around three, where you should be wearing more layers than less, and then you can lose layers as you get older, because it's a personal choice of that. If you want to be on a Speedo when you're 35 at the beach, you choose that. If you want to be on a Speedo when you're, like, 12. Yeah, that is... Doesn't work That is well. disgusting, Batman. What the hell are you doing? Maybe Batman's European. And, um... I believe that's the flashback where we see the Riddler. Yes, that is right? the flashback with the Riddler. Yeah, and he's stealing some uh, paintings, leaving some riddles. Yeah. Yeah. You know how the Riddler is. It's this whole MO. You know how we do. Did you know the Riddler came into existence just because, like, they were trying to think of, like, villains, and they were like, oh, the Joker tells jokes. We should have a guy who does riddles. I did not know that. That is interesting stuff. Uh, one thing I wanted to point out about uh, when Batman goes to, uh, go, uh, what's it called, Arkham, to go visit the Joker, is the Joker, like, uh, insults Batman by saying something like, oh, this sidekick sucks, but at least he's... Not eating fucking worms like the one I killed, bitch. And Batman, like, throws me against the wall, and he's like, are you going to kill me or just put me in a body cast for six months? Like last time. Like last time. Which upsets me because, like, I have no sympathy for the Joker. He's a lunatic. He's also a mentally ill person who, like, this, like, billionaire is just going in and, like, beating the shit out of him to a point where he needs to be in a body cast and then just fucks off and then keeps coming back and, like, assaulting him. 
Yeah. He's, like, like, locked in a fucking room. But, like, this Joker is obsessed with him. Like, he is, like, in love with Batman. Oh, speaking of being in love with Batman, you want to hear a list of people in this movie who are in love with Batman? Uh, does it start with Batman? Yeah, right? Okay, so Batman, the Joker, uh, I don't have to explain that. Raz al Ghul, because you find out later he steals Batman's sperm. Yeah, and impregnates his daughter, which yeah. is fucked up. That's your daughter, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Hood is in love with them because the whole plot of this is, like I said, to set up those three assholes in a room together. Nightwing is in love with them because of, uh, I don't know what the comment is, but he makes a comment to Alfred that made me like go, oh, what? Shut the fuck up, dude. And then Alfred's in love with them because he's like his slave for life. I, I think that's more of a, you're my boss, but you're also a child I raised kind of deal. So they have a very weird relationship, the two of them. Yeah, but like I would never...
So luckily, the bath bathroom that Batman like bursted into was the bath bathroom attached to uh, the place where Joker's being kept. Just you know, coincidentally. And uh, one weird thing we kind of talk about real quick is uh, how Jason and Batman met. Was Jason was stealing his tires in Crime Alley. You know why that's relevant? I didn't even know Crime Alley was a thing. Crime Alley is where Batman's parents were killed. Is that why it's called Crime Alley? No, no, no. Okay. They were just dumb enough to go down an alley called Crime Alley. But anyway, so I thought that was kind of cool how um where Batman became Batman, uh, Jason became Robin. Circle, the hero's journey. That's actually where they meet uh before they start the fight. So we have uh all three of these guys in the room together, and Jay and Joker is like, "That's awesome that you came back from the dead just to get this shit dig together." And Jason responds, "I'm gonna shoot you in the penis." If <laughs> you keep yeah. talking, you some bitch. Which, uh, even the Joker's not crazy enough to uh, keep talking at that point. So he goes over the whole thing, and he's all... He reveals that he's all, like, upset that the Joker's still alive after he killed Jason. <laughs> like, Jason's still mad. Yeah. And he's, like, asking Batman, like, why didn't you kill him? Like, am and I not important enough for you to take vengeance? I'm just trying to... I just want to say real quick, uh, I, one line he says is he says, uh, the friends that he crippled. Do you know who he's, re- he's referring to? Uh, you know Batgirl? Uh, I've heard of her in passing. Well, it gets to a certain point where she becomes paralyzed from the waist down because the Joker, like, shoots her with a gun. Okay. Yeah. One cool line in the movie is uh, when Batman's pushing him out of the, the wall, he says, uh, you say you want to be better than me? It won't happen. Not like this. Punch through the wall. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Because I try to think of it as, like, a father-son dynamic. Yeah. And, like, you have a son who's, like, starting a business, but it's, like, a skeezy, like, criminal business, or he's, like, doing drugs, and you try to give, like, a one-on-one. This is, like, the like the intense superhero version of that. He, it comes down to it where he's, like, uh, Jason's, like, Batman, I want you to kill the Joker. Like, I want you to do this for me. And Batman's, like, no, I can't. I can't. Uh, I don't want to go there. And he's, like, why? Is it too easy? Or too hard? Oh. <laughs> Fucked up. Yeah. We're going to edit that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll edit this part out. Don't worry. I don't trust you when you say you're going to edit shit out. <laughs> Batman says he won't kill the Joker, and Jason's like, why is it too hard to cross that line? And Batman's like, no, it would be too easy. Jason's pretty much just like, just kill this one guy. Like, everybody else, you can leave. The Riddler, the Penguin, throw them in jail. I don't care. The Joker is too crazy to be left alive. He needs to be killed. Yeah, he's like, you hurt, hurt my feelings, Dad. You let the guy who <laughs> killed me, like, run around. I came up with this huge, yeah. elaborate plan involving uh, involving three guys uh, moving uh, a robot just so you could stop them. It could have been anything. It could have been gold, but we needed, like, a nice fight scene. Jason got his hands on a robot just to have Batman's attention. Yeah, yeah. He, like, he went through this big, elaborate thing. He became a mastermind. Just to get Batman's attention. Like, desperate little boy. Desperate little boy. So So then, you know, Batman refuses and he walks away. Yeah. Uh, So Jason's like, okay, fine. Then I'm going to kill him myself. Yeah, Jason gives the ultimatum. He goes, either you you shoot me or I'm going to shoot Joker. And Batman's like, you know what? I've humored this long enough. I'm going to walk, wash my hands and walk away from the situation. You do whatever you need to do. Like, I don't care if you kill Joker. Yeah, you probably should kill the Joker. He doesn't say this, you know, but, like, maybe, like, because as Jason's standing there telling the Batman, like, you should kill the Joker, he's killed, he's filled graveyards. I'm thinking, like, yeah, Batman, maybe you should kill the Joker. He has a point. Like, the Joker is 
literally he is too crazy to be left alive. Like, for his own good and everybody else's own good, he needs to be put down. Yeah, like a dog. Yeah. Even the Joker knows that, because what happens next? Um, It's revealed that there's, like, bombs. Bombs, yeah, with a timer. With a timer in the apartment. And the Joker says something along the lines of, oh, it's a dream come true, I get to die with Batman. Yeah, because what happens is, when Batman's walking away, and this is the one time where, like, you lost me, Jason. Jason just, like, shoots Batman in the fucking back. But Batman's Batman, and yeah. he flips around, and he, like, shoots bait, or, you know, he throws a, a bat Batarang. batarang at Jason's gun. In, like, the... The barrel. The barrel, and so he pretty much... Backfires and fucks up his shooting hand. Yeah. So he can't pick up the second gun that's on the ground, because he gave Batman a gun to be like, you need to kill the Joker. And this was nice, because Batman grabs Jason and um, saves him, essentially. He yeah. He the Joker behind. But then the next scene makes no fucking sense. He didn't... Like, nobody died. How did that happen? No one died and no one escaped. So what did Batman do to Jason? Like, I must have blinked, because, like, I could have sworn Batman grabbed... He uh, he wrestled from underneath the Joker. He grabs Jason. They jump out the window, and then, like... And the, the explosion happens, but nobody died. Yeah. Like, how? Because that's even in my notes. I'm like, no one dies? How? Well, I guess the assumption is that Jason escaped. Yeah. And then we get the final scene where uh, Batman's staring at the Robin costume and he's all mopey looking. And Alfred's like, you know, due to the, the circumstances that recently happened, do you want me to take that down for a bit? And then Batman says, this doesn't change anything. Yeah. What did you think he meant by that? That he's going to look for a new Robin? I thought he meant by that was like, I still, like, I still feel the same way about him. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't remember that scene at all. Or did you think it makes more sense? Because like I noticed that too. There's only one Robin costume. Are they under the assumption that uh, both Dick Grayson and Jason uh, wore the same costume? Because usually how it's shown in the in the mythos is like there's a like there's like five or six costumes side by side. But yeah, right. And this one is just the one. So it might like it. There's probably more, but that might be the costume that Jason wore. Like that's Jason's costume. So it's got a little more sentimental value to it because he died. Quote, unquote. And then Batman drives off, uh, I guess, either to look for Jason or to stop crime. And we get uh, another uh, really out of character for the movie. We get a flashback to uh, Jason getting his... his uh, oh, Alfred comes over. He's like, here's some tea, Mr. Wayne. Uh, where's Master uh, Todd? And then Batman's like, hurry up or else I'm going to leave without you. And then Alfred's like, as I remember... Master Richard... Um... Spent a good hour admiring himself in the mirror the first time he domed the outfit. He did say that, but the word primping was in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps he's doing some primping. Uh, I believe Master, yeah, Dick. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. So then uh, he's there, and they, they have a nice little back and forth, and Jason's, he's little Jason, too. Yeah, he's it's a little his first kid. Time. And he's like, I get to, uh, hurry up, old man, I'm, I'm, I'm Robin, this is the best day ever. And then that has, like, an evil undertone, because it's like, well, this is, like, the beginning of a road. It's not good, sir. Yeah. So, Jess, uh, after seeing that movie, I know we both felt mad about it. Uh, what was your favorite scene? Probably that last one that you described, just because there was so much childlike innocence in Jason. He was, like, so ready to go fight crime, and he was so happy and ecstatic. Especially since the entire movie is just him being, like, a rabid dog. Yeah, it, it kind of... And it's also kind of a really sad scene, because it shows... How far he's changed from that little boy. Yeah, which I, I, I know he had a bunch of flashbacks in the film, but that was like the first time in the movie where I actually felt like, oh, I see how Batman sees him. Like, we've been seeing this, like, weird, crazy murderer this whole time, popping assholes' eyes out. 
But this is a little boy that he yeah. raised. Yeah. Who looks like another little boy that he raised. Uh, my favorite scene, because I like the implication that it implies, is that the scene where, like, Batman goes to save Jason and the explosion happens and then it's just Batman's looking around. The Joker is pinned down by, like, boulders laughing hysterically. And Batman is just looking through the rubble for his son. Once again. Looking through the rubble for his son once again. Yeah, once again. That's how started. And that's what I'm saying. Like, that one scene represents, like, the whole film. Like, you got the Joker there just laughing. Just laughing at him. Being a fucking crazy person. And you cut away, right? But you don't know how long Batman... Like, even though Batman probably knew, like, Jason's not here, he left. He didn't stop. Like, I'm not going to stop looking for you this time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, in case you're watching, like, I'm looking for you. And you can't silence the Joker in any way because you can't kill him. Mm-hmm. So I liked, I really liked that scene. That scene was... Um, was there any uh, parts in the film that you feel wouldn't work today? If it, it came out in 2010, but do you feel like anything uh, out of date or just wouldn't work today? We did mention Black Mask being a white Caucasian man, essentially blackface. Anything else? I think that was the biggest issue with it. Um, there was no female main protagonist. Yeah, there was, yeah I, there was no female lead yeah. at all. And, like, the female characters that were there were always, like, second bit like yeah. even the villains mm-hmm. there was no like female villains so that that probably wouldn't fly today you'd have to have like what catwoman or poison ivy somebody in there yeah so like in the flashback instead of riddler they would have had uh catwoman maybe instead of raza gould's his daughter maybe instead of uh nightwing coming to help out stephanie brown come to help out yeah yeah you don't know exactly um is there any scenes that you like particularly didn't? Me personally, real quick, I it really bugged me from like a story uh, perspective how they had those two scenes essentially back to back where it was Batman and Nightwing chasing Jason. They felt too close together. Like, what was the point of that? You could have had that in, as one chase scene. One chase scene. Uh, any scenes that you really didn't like, or characters or story threads that you were like, anytime it came on screen, you like were snoring. Like Razzle Ghoul for me, I was like, why are you here? Yeah, I I didn't like him. It was like. Weird. He kind of creeped me out. The robot people that they fought with, like, the robot masks on, I feel like we could have done without that. Like, that didn't add anything to the story at all. Yeah, like I said, Amazo should have just been, like, gold or yeah. museum stuff. Yeah, we didn't need him in this movie either. So, the reason why I brought up the Joker uh, Red Hood scene earlier is there is a fan theory running around. The acid the Joker fell in when he became the Joker yeah. was actually the Ra's al Ghul, like, pit which made him immortal okay which i only feel is relevant to this movie because most the most characters who like are just cannot die is jason and the joker because the joker is just a dude he should have died in that explosion he should have died a bunch of times so i feel like maybe maybe he's too crazy to die i can believe that i can see that um there's a really cool comic where the martian manhunter needs to get information from the joker yeah so he makes him not crazy for a sec yeah and he feels so guilty he begs to become crazy again all the things he's done he's done a lot of horrendous things but he knows like i've done i've gone too far like just make me crazy again so would you ever watch this movie again no probably not yeah me neither i think i've seen it enough um when we try to uh we try to get through this real quick um like i told you this is based off of two comics okay 
A Death in the Family, which is a uh, four-issue comic in 1988, Batman comic book stories published by DC Comics. It's about Jason Todd trying to reunite with his birth mother. Okay. After it's revealed. So what happens is um, they clearly retooled the story for the movie. So if you remember, uh, when he fights the Riddler, there's a scene after that where they do a time jump where he like breaks the arm of a drug dealer. Okay. And in the, sto- the four-issue story, Batman actually relieves... Uh, Jason of his duty. Okay. So it might have been that scene, like, in the original story, right? Mm-hmm. So Jason goes off to try to find his original mother. Okay. Uh, during his journeys, however, the Joker kidnaps and tortures him, eventually killing him. The storyline is notable for this reason, which I thought was really fascinating, is it's a 900-number uh, voting system. Do you know what that means? No. Well, back in the day, you could call a number to vote for stuff. Kind of like American Idol, where you dial in to see who goes on, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people didn't like Jason Todd because he was the new Joker, or new Joker, because he was the new uh, Robin, and the original Robin was such, like, a little, like, pussy and goody-goody two-shoes that this Jason was, like, sporadic and more crazier and did his own thing that fans really didn't like how different he was from the original Robin. So they had an opportunity to vote in to decide whether Jason lives or dies. Okay. And... Apparently, they voted for him to die. Introduced as a replacement for the... Oh, okay, one second. So, uh, uh, upon its publication, A Death in the Family attracted massive media attention. The only real big difference between Death in the Family and the one we saw is Razagul's not in it. And when Jason blows up, he's actually there with his mother. And I actually found it really interesting, because what happens is he finds his mother, and it turns out that she's, like, in cahoots with, like, uh, this drug dealer or something like that. And she lost her medical license for, like, being underhanded and, like, doing experiments on, like, orphan kids in Gotham. So I can't remember who it is she's working for. It might even be the Joker. But she tricks her own son into thinking that she wants to, like, hang out with him and shit. But then she gives him over to the Joker. And the Joker ties them both up. And they both actually explode in the explosion. So obviously the mother was taken out of the entire thing. And it's kind of interesting because not a lot of people realize this. I know we saw this movie and it gives you the impression that like a death in the family and the Red Hood story are kind of back to back. There was an over 20 year gap between Jason dying and Jason reappearing as the Red Hood um, called A Death in the Family. Mm -hmm. That is kind of like a it's this movie again. But better or just told more accurately to the comic book? Well, apparently, I was reading about it today. I didn't want to give away too much. It's a choose-your-own-adventure. Okay. So you decide whether Jason lives or dies. 